Welcome back to the Planet James podcast. It's a beautiful Monday day. Hope you're all having a beautiful Monday day as well. Well, I mean, I'm hoping every day of the week's good for you. If not every day is good, that's normal too. I gotta take these off. We don't like reflection in glasses. You know, I wonder. I wonder if one day I'm gonna switch over to getting contacts or maybe even getting LASIK surgery. I don't even know how much LASIK surgery costs. I'm kind of interested in knowing though. So I'm currently looking up how much LASIK costs because I'm interested myself in potentially getting it one day. I've heard there's some negative um, negative consequences to getting it though. Not from everyone. There's always risks involved with everything. How much is LASIK? I don't know how to spell, but it's okay. Depending on the components listed above, LASIK eye surgery costs can run anywhere from $1,000 to $3,000 per eye. That's not even bad. Even if it was up to like $5,000 per eye. I mean, I know, uh, I'm aware that anyone who doesn't have close to that much money, I'm aware that anyone who doesn't have that kind of money might seem like a lot. But as far as it being an investment that you're going to use for the rest of your life, you're investing in yourself. This is something that's huge. Your eyesight, I mean, that's 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 huge. That affects your everyday life, every moment, pretty much your everyday waking life. So I think it's worth it. I'd honestly pay up to like $25,000 for my eyes. I think that's one of those things that are really important. I don't know. Maybe some people don't agree. Like how much money would you spend on your body to make your body better? Your body perform at its uh, peak I don't know. That's that's an interesting question. That could be a whole topic in itself. Interesting though. I, I'm I'm just saying I might get it one day. One day potentially. We'll see. What are you guys doing with your Mondays? I'm figuring up now. We're almost. God, dang! Actually, this is quite sad. We're almost halfway through the month already. That's depressing. If you haven't heard any depressing news yet for your day, ah, it's not really that depressing. Time just flies. Maybe it's a sign that I got to get more done with my time. I feel like if I got optimal amounts of work and optimal amounts of uh, fulfillment out of my time, I probably wouldn't worry about time flying by as much. That's my theory anyways, but I feel like time feels like it's flying by for most people. So maybe not. That another interesting theory slash topic there for you guys. I'm currently reading a book called The Irishman. Um, This past year, I've read, I don't know how much books I've read so far this year. Not that many, actually, compared to like two years ago. I'm not much of an avid reader anyways. I read every single day for like at least an hour and a half. I I don't know if I'd consider that a lot of reading, though, because I know there's people out there who read multiple hours every single day, and they do it probably way more efficiently than I do. This year I've read like four books, maybe four or five books. Um, And one of them I had already read because you can reread books sometimes if if you want to re-catch up on some of the information that you may have lost, but it's on the tip of your tongue. You know that feeling when you remember something, but you can't, you just can't get the damn thing out of your mouth, so... You got to go back. You got to find the information somewhere. It's in your head, but we don't got any um, Doctor Strange here to do some experimental uh, 
procedures on your brain to ex- uh, extract that information. So instead, we have to just go back to the source that gave you the information the first hand. The Irishman, though, uh, great book so far. It's I haven't read. I'm only like 16 pages in, literally, but uh, seems to be about the mob. I don't know necessarily where they where this is based in. I think it's based in the United States, just based on how they're talking. So it's apparently based on true events. There's a Netflix show out for it too, which I wanted to watch for a few months now. I just haven't had the time to go in. I don't watch stuff during the day. Uh, as of right now, that's how I'm doing it. I think more people maybe should just experiment with it, but I'm trying out not being on my phone and watching YouTube during the day, unless I'm like trying to learn something or I'm trying to uh, get a question answered as far as me working on one of my things, then I will. That's, uh, I guess, excusable. But I'm done um, kind of just binging shows or uh, just doing stuff for pure entertainment during the day and I save that for the end of the night when say uh I get out of work or uh I'm done working on whatever it is I did with my day I think there's good mixes though I think there's good times to be out there go with your friends go with your girlfriend your boyfriend your family I think there's a a good mix for everyone and everyone is uh uh gonna make their mix different so Irishman so far pretty good book it's pretty intriguing how the characters are talking to each other. It feels, uh, I mean, it, it is based off a real story. So I guess that's, I was going to say it seems more realistic. And yeah, that's because it is. It's just a lot more engaging, I guess I would say, when you're reading something that you know is based on true events. It really kind of captures your attention more, in my opinion, compared to these other books I've already read. And if you're mo- not much of a reader... I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry for your ears. And, man, I, I totally understand. Not everyone likes to read. And that's totally okay. And what I suggest to those people, if you really don't like reading, most cases, in my opinion, you probably just haven't read something that you enjoy. I'm not saying everyone wants to read an hour or a few hours a day. I'm just saying that if you find something you genuinely enjoy, a topic you genuinely enjoy, then... uh reading shouldn't be that hard for at least short periods of time if you actually enjoy it. I've noticed that reading helps with uh, patience in a way, I guess. It makes you more patient. It makes you think before you speak more, which I don't, clearly. <laughs> I, I, I don't that much, but uh, I don't know. I think there's a lot of areas. I, I'm not health, what is it called? Um, I'm not your health website, your health.org site, so I can't give you accurate information as to what reading is going to do for you. But as far as people who don't like reading books, try audiobooks. Um, you can use Amazon, Audible, a few other things, or you can just listen to my god dang podcast because that's another form of entertainment and value, I guess. It depends on the book you read. Right now, the book I'm reading is based off entertainment. I guess you could say. I mean, I'm learning information. I don't know much about the mob or anything like that. So it's cool new information. I, I read a book about... It's called... What was it? What Have We Done? I forget the author's name, which I feel kind of uh, bad about. It was a book about U.S. Uh, Marines and basically the Army and what they go through and what we don't see as civilians on the other side of the card. 
everything they have to go through, the trauma, how it affects their mind, mental health, and whole lots of screwed up stuff that, uh, unfortunately, we don't all get to learn from, but these guys do, and they, they have to carry that weight for the rest of their lives in, in a lot of cases, and that was also based off true events. So these true event books are very interesting. Get out there, though. You know, get some information, whatever the heck kind of information it is you like. I'm always encouraging people, do whatever the heck it is you want. If, if you're finding fulfillment, if you want to sit on Netflix all day watching Netflix, you know what? I mean, it's not what I would endorse. I'm not going to say it's a good idea to do. But if you want to do it, I respect the Netflix binge-watching grind. I, I totally respect it. And I've said before, you could probably put on a world record, you know. I think that'd actually be pretty hard to break the world record of how long someone's just been binge-watching without... Well, you know, because then we'd have to ask what rules. Can you go to the bathroom? Can you eat? This is a topic I don't want to get too in-depth into. Yeah, no, I really don't. I really don't. Mio Energy. I've heard it's not good for you. My friend, he keeps telling me, uh, because I'm trying to slow down on drinking soda. Now, the reason I'm trying to slow down on drinking soda isn't necessarily because of the caffeine or the sugar, really. The main reason is just that after drinking soda, especially if it's more than one a day, and especially if it's later in the day, like towards night, I notice that the next day I have stomach aches more. Um, I just don't feel as good. You feel more sluggish. Uh, I've noticed that soda increases my heart rate significantly. All these kind of things... I mean, everyone knows soda's not good for you. You know, replace it if you can sometimes. I still drink on occasions, like if I'm at a party and everyone, there's a bunch of soda, I'm probably going to pick up a soda, pick up a Dr. Pepper. My favorite is probably, probably root beer or Sprite. Usually when I'm out, I'm going to grab myself a Shirley Temple and quite often someone else at the table will get it before I get a chance. And then I don't want to get it because it's like, Oh, they ordered it. This is my usual order, but I don't want to seem like I'm copying, even though I already had the idea in my head. But then we get back to the fact and realize, oh, damn, now I'm thinking too much. And then you really don't know what to do, and then you're mad that you think it too much. And it just keeps looping back around like that. But this, I mean, I don't know what it is. I'm just drinking Poland Spring Water. One squirt. One squirt. I love that word, squirt. Squirt squirt oh this is some weird times right now i never really took the time to think about that word anyways one squirt i think it was like 60 milligrams of caffeine in a regular cup of coffee it's like 110 120 or something like that so you two squirts which i do actually a lot of the time it's basically a cup of coffee worth of caffeine which is a lot of caffeine by the way which is more than soda usually about double so it has more caffeine than soda and I, de- I like drinking this in the morning because I get to hydrate my body. And you should drink water right when you wake up. But then the caffeine also gets me going. Probably shouldn't get used to it though. That way I'm not reliant on it. Because then what if I don't have it? And then I'd be like, oh no. Because caffeine itself, it is a drug too. And it can become addicted. Imagine you seeing me sitting in the corner. You come home one day, you're like, alright. Time to get to bed. And then you see your roommate, James, in the corner, and he has Mio Energy squeezing it down his throat. 
What are you doing over there? I need my caffeine. I'm sorry. And then you don't know what to do. Because it's a very weird time. You shouldn't down Mio Energy anyways because... Well, actually, if you if you do down Mio Energy, I'm going to have to give you an award. That stuff's not easy to down. I've had a square before too. It's, it's strong. It's really strong. Think of it like if you've ever had Kool-Aid, mix it in with water but the water content was far too low, so you had way too much Kool-Aid compared to water, and it was super, super, super strong. It's like that times 10. You remember the days when we used to touch on finance? Back in season one. We haven't touched on anything finance in a while. I'm actually kind of interested. What is te- Take a guess now, if you're listening right now, guess in your head, what is Tesla's stock price at right now? What is it right now? My guess is, I'm going to say 940, 940, that's my guess, let's take a look, Tesla stock price, oh, so, oh god, oh, oh, oh man, so it would appear, and I think a lot of people in the audience would also be off. It would appear I was a little bit off with my calculation there in my head. It turns out we're at 1,415.19. That's insane. And look, they're actually, they had a high of, oh man, they almost got up to 1,500. I wonder if they did at some point. That's ridiculous. And they did. 1,511. I don't know if that's a peak. Nope. Oh, maybe. That is crazy. That is just crazy. I I really got to learn more about stocks because I still don't understand any of this stuff. All this bouncing around and stuff. I need more guests on the podcast. If you are specialized in any field, reach out to me on Instagram. Send me an email. Whatever you want to do, let's do something together because I don't understand any of this. How a company can jump around like this and still be uh, like viable. I, I, I don't get how it works. I got to learn more about it because I, I want to start investing soon. I want to get into investing uh, again. Rather, I want to get into investing for the long term. I think it's a valuable skill most people can learn. I I think, actually. I don't think most people invest. I don't know what the number is, but I'm sure it's less than half of all Americans over 21 invest. Honestly, if I had to guess, probably around like 30%. Because by the other statistics, which is that most people can't even afford, uh, it was either 500 or $1,000 emergency like cause, so say something breaks, your car breaks, or you need just a quick $500, most Americans actually don't even have that. They don't have access to that kind of money. And that is, that's sad. Uh, The savings rate has gone down so much compared to what it used to be. Of course, today things are extremely expensive. We all know, especially if you live in horrible states like Massachusetts, California, stuff like that. Everything is expensive. It's it's terribly expensive. On the good side of things, in a lot of states, we are increasing the minimum wage. 
So once the minimum wage increases, maybe we'll get more jobs. People will get a little more excited. But then again, things are just going to keep raising the prices. I'm no financial expert. I don't know. I, I can't be making the power moves to see. Uh, I mean, to change how all this stuff works. But I suppose as long as pay payments are uh, or pay rates are increasing, we'll stick with it. We'll go along. And as long as it sticks like that, there's always going to be an opportunity. I, the problem is just people aren't smart with money. I've been really dumb with money. I'm finally trying to start nailing myself down and saying, hey, no, you're not buying this. No, you're not. You're not doing this. You're going to be smart with your money. You're going to invest it, start putting it away for this and this and blah, 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 and investing in whatever means a lot to me, whether that means investing into yourself. Hell, who cares if you want to go, you want to buy a couple chicken wings. If you're just doing that randomly, you got a fridge stocked full of food, then that's that's uh, that's a pin, that's where opinions come in, I guess. I'd probably just eat if I had something nice in my, my fridge instead of letting it sit around. But say I don't got much at the house to cook up, I, I, I just have no idea and I need to get something to eat. Because I, I personally I have to try to consume a certain amount of calories a day so I can uh, stick to my workout schedule. And I'm sure tons of other people that listen have their own workout schedules and stuff and they have their own heat, eating habits, whatever they may be. Goddamn, old man. I, I, I totally forgot what we were talking about. I totally zoned out. Sometimes I get so into conversation. So into conversation. That I actually just phase out a reality and there's that whoop-dee-doo, close the book, it's over with. No one wants to hear it anymore. That's what my mind tells me. And that's what happens. Everything's erased. Or you could just simply call it short-term memory loss. Which I, I don't know, maybe I suffer from. Maybe I don't. It's too damn hot out lately. Way too hot. Again, depending on the state you live in. Or uh, actually, if you're even uh, listening from America... I'm sure it's it's hot in plenty of other places too. But around here it is hot. For me, anything, and I mean anything over, say, 65 degrees, especially if it's high humidity, that's when it starts to become uncomfortable for me. Uh, most people's homes I've seen and been to, they're usually comfortable with around like 70, and that's what they stick to. I'd personally stick to five to six degrees less once I get my own house, once I, I get hooked up with my own place. It might be cold for some people, but that's just how I like it, the way I see it. If it's too hot, you can't really do anything about helping yourself. If it's too hot, you can hop in the pool, but there's no really like permanent solution. But if it's too cold, you can just put some blankets on. You can just like go in your bed. You can cuddle with your uh, significant other. You can do whatever. There's plenty of options. But as far as being hot, there's nothing you can really do that is like permanent that sticks around for like, I don't know what I'm, how I'm trying to put this. There's, there's no way that you can cool down repetitively over a certain period of time. It's just temporary stuff. I suppose you could get an AC, but then again, getting an AC wouldn't make any sense because the conversation just meant that you... You have your house at a certain heat. I don't like super hot days. It's probably around 95. We had certain highs at my work. Actually, it gets extremely hot. Extremely hot. You'll be working, and apparently, 
where other people in my work and their positions, it can get way hotter than what I'm doing. Yesterday, though, I was sweating buckets. And there's one area, I'm telling you, there's one area where sweat drips. And it is, it's, it's irritating, to say the least. Eventually, you get used to it, but it's right on top of my forehead. And I have long hair, which I recently cut, but probably can't even tell because my hair is so long. Dripping sweat goes right down the middle of my forehead, right down the nose to the tip, and boom, starts falling. Same place every time. Why is sweat not falling from other parts of my face? Why is it not coming down from like my chin where it's all hairy, where the heat should be building up? No. It's coming off my head and it's just dripping right down the most inconvenient but also perfectly convenient and funny place. Now, I'm lucky enough to have a pool. Not everyone has a pool. If you don't got a pool, go to the beach. You can't go to the beach. Walk to the beach. You can't walk to the beach because you're going to get heat stroke. Uh, go to the hospital because heat stroke's no joke and you can die. Not fun feeling uh, dehydrated. It's definitely not fun. I've gotten dehydrated recently. I've gotten dehydrated a few times over my life. Uh, I'm sure anyone who's gotten dehydrated uh, knows the feeling, knows what it feels like. It's not It's not a good feeling. You essentially feel like you're very, very lightly dying. It's like 10% the feeling of death. Everything just starts feeling weird, not working right, essentially. You get nervous, you get nauseous, you, your vision starts to go. In my case, a lot of time when I get super dehydrated. It's almost like you're, you're placed on some type of drug. Essentially, your vision just goes. In my case, I, I was working recently one time and just doing my job, enjoying it, having a good day. Essentially, just waiting for time to pass, getting my work done. All of a sudden, I realized I'm not feeling so well. I, I had thought that I was drinking enough water, but it's not enough just to randomly drink when you get thirsty on days where it's 90 and it's getting up to those 100 and even hotter than that. It's no joke. You're supposed to be constantly drinking because, especially if you're sweating buckets, there's no reason that you shouldn't be at least every half hour just d getting a couple of big gulps, just drinking. And, and I wasn't doing that point being i get to the car not feeling good taking a break all of a sudden my vision starts going i can't see anything it's just bye bye mode everything starts turning like a hue of yellowish orange and green and then it just eventually just whites out a little bit and i had to go home i i, I couldn't work it i was super dehydrated but the the funniest thing is you literally feel like you're dying you can't see anything but then just after a couple hours, after you just hydrate, lay down, relax, get cool. It's almost like it never happened. It's crazy how the human body works. I can't imagine people who are put into real survival situations. Real situations of actually getting on the edge of death. Which I obviously wasn't on the edge of death. But in these realistic situations. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched the movie 127 Hours. Very good movie. I don't know if it's on Netflix. It might be. It's on, you could probably even watch it on YouTube anyways. Great movie. Um, starring James Franco. He plays uh, the guy who was based in the real story. And it's based off a real story. A guy was hiking, uh, or biking, and then hiking in canyon-type area. He falls. His arm gets crushed and pinned into, like, a chasm. 
and he's stuck there for 127 hours. I'm not going to spoil what happens, but he's put in a life or death situation, and he has to escape. How's he going to escape when his arm's stuck, and he's there for all this time and he experiences dehydration he goes through all these facts and it takes you through the psychology and the mind of a person and how how everything can get teared down from reality going through all this stuff everything everything you thought about yourself when it comes to survival when we're put in these situations where we truly have to have flight fight or flight as our only two options everything changes different things take over the person you think you are, the person you act like on a regular daily basis, because how we act other people on a daily basis, we've trained our minds to calm down. We've trained ourselves to follow all of these rules. But deep down, we're still animals, and we still act. We still will act out certain ways that a lot of the time aren't in our full control when we're put in these situations. If someone comes at you, you're... And it's a very unfortunate. I'm not trying to make light of these situations. Shootings and stuff like this, you know, it's a big thing. Say you're at a mall, there's an active shooter or something. Someone's coming in. You're not, I mean, I'd hope not. Some people actually get scared to the point where they'll just freeze. But I'm hoping most people, the people who do, you're not going to stand there. You're going to get your ass out of there. You're going to start running and you're going to take off or you're going to hide or you're going to fight. It's fight or flight. You're either leaving or you're going to try to stop this guy. What are you going to do? Because you need to survive. You can't sit there. You can't not make a decision. You got to take action. And this is why I'd love to talk to other people who have been through life or death situations, who have been through these crazy things. People who, there's people out there, they've been in gangs and we have a big gang problem in America and gang on gang violence and screwed up stuff people dying on street corners every day the news never talks about this stuff they don't talk about uh gang problems it's it's rarely ever talked about All we talk about now is coronavirus and uh, occasionally if a school shooting or something like that happens we have to get political about these things and we're talking about all that but all these other little these domestic issues that are actually really big i feel like they're tossed down as little issues that aren't important enough to get talked about we have this Black Lives Matter movement, which is great, big movement, but they're still not really talking about gang-on-gang violence. It's just talking about these these very, very few cases where black people are killed by police, and it's a horrible thing. And in, in, in the situations where these police are guilty, they should be charged to the full extent of the law. It's not acceptable, and it's it's amazing to see people come together and show their support for these movements. But I feel like we need to divert some of our attention and put it towards the actual source of these problems, what's causing all these, which is gang violence. And we need we need to uh, teach a generation. We need to help a generation grow up to be safer, to be happier, to accept each other more. And, to, and obviously, this is a problem that is going to be around forever. This isn't a problem we're going to cure. But we can do better. We, we can put more money towards it. We can put more minds towards it because there's not a lack of people out there who want to help these communities. There is a lack of government figures and a lack of people who are allowing it, who are who would let these things happen, who would fund these things, who would get the word out there. It's just not talked about enough on these major platforms. And unfortunately for the people out there who are trying to get their voices out, they just can't in a lot of situations. And it's very unfortunate. It's something we need to improve on because I know we can do better. 
we can all work on it together. So get out there. If you have something to be heard, get it talked about. Put it out there. Your voice deserves to be heard. And if you really want it to be heard, there's ways you can get it to be heard. All right, guys, this was a fun little episode. Uh, This one was a little bit longer than the last one. I'm going to start trying to increase the length and the time of these podcasts. Of course, I want to get out good content. I want you guys to be highly entertained and engaged in my content. I did some analytic checking on my last YouTube video, and it seemed like people were definitely more engaged with the most recent episode. I think that has a lot to do with the way I kind of marketed it, put it out there. I made it kind of more engaging, and I think uh, the content, the quality of the content is just improving. And that is the goal, to improve quality and get this content better out for you guys. So check us out on YouTube. My channel is James Fitzsimmons. Uh, Subscribe there. Uploading weekly podcasts every Friday. Check out TPJP Official. That's our Instagram. It is TPJP Official. Follow us there. There we post updates uh, as to what's going on with the podcast. We're going to post podcast clips. We're working on animations and stuff, which, by the way, a lot of work. But uh, I'm going to get some more out for you guys. Follow us on play, all those places. Check us out. Thank you for all the support. Feel free to leave a comment on this video. Share this with your friends. If you guys like the content, leave us a review. Do whatever it is. If you guys enjoy our content, share it with your friends. It would be highly appreciated. Get the word out about the Planet James podcast. Leave us a review if you love it. If you don't love it, leave us a review. Tell us what we can do better. I'll see you guys in the next one. Have a beautiful, beautiful day or night. Goodbye.